Baby, give me some cash. You must be out so rabbit ass, man. Did I call this motherfucker? Hey, did I call it in the motherfucker? So what that made me? Baby, I got motion in the A, so I ain't clean the sight. See, the only time you seen this shit was with your bitch at the aquarium. Getting top in the bathroom at the Coca Cola factory. It ain't been an hour, shit, I'm loading up my six beats. I just DM the bitch keys. Like, damn, I know you ain't still fucking sweet beats. Come and get some young meat. full of flows like a bitch with some ass shots. in the parking lot in neutral, he ain't get the bag out. My tags out. Secret shopper, drop a bag and go and get them gone. I'm so damn hot, you can fry chicken on my song. Hey, yeah, I lost so many niggas that I thought it'd still be here. Today I got another young man with me who I done watch elevate with his craft and perfect it. I ain't going to even introduce him. I'm going to let him introduce himself. Wow, 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 wow. Man, this is a boy Big Bando, man. Jay Bando. Bando DaVinci, man. I go by many names, man. I know what the fuck going on. What's up, bro? Nothing much. Uh, Bando. What are some goals you got for this year, man? Because, you know, this month, it's a month of manifestation where you're supposed to list your goals. So where do you got some goals lined up for you for this coming up year? Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, Right now, really for this year, my biggest goal is to start doing more shows to really, you feel me, start touching more bases, places, locations. Shit, really just, just travel more, you know, because – Shit, me me seeing different places and seeing different things really I realized it's helping my music, you know, it gave me a lot of inspiration. So I really just want to see more of the world this year. Okay. Are you a type artist where like when you experience more life you feel like your craft get better? Oh, for sure. For sure. The more I see, you know, every day. All right, but what led you to music, my boy? Like what was like that moment in your life, you realize, like, I want to do this music thing for real. 
Ooh. Um, honestly, I remember being, I remember being young, maybe 15, 16 years old, listening to like Rich Homie Quan and Thug when they first popped, like lifestyle that never stopped going hard, shit like that. And I was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, young niggas can really pop and do it a whole different kind of way that I was used to seeing, you feel me, Drake, Lil Wayne, niggas like that do it. So shit, I, I, I from there I know I want to do something here and hear them YSL niggas back in the day. I mean, cause I can honestly tell like from your first tapes to the tapes now, there's been like a lot of growth. Like you can tell like you not started to master your craft all the way. And they say for you to master your craft it takes like at least a good year worth of time that you've been more consistent in just a year. So you already got your craft down to a T. Like, what's your recording process nowadays? Like, how do you go in and start making a project or just making a song? See, right now, uh, my recording process, yeah, after I roll up, get some good gag going, I really just try to sit down and, and think about what's going to be the most relatable shit at that moment. Like, and not really for everybody else, but just for me, you know. So when I when I go back and listen to the track, or when I get ready to put it out, I, ain't, I don't get caught up, you know, thinking that it's not good or or, or not feeling it because I can't relate to it. So really, just trying to make it as real as possible every time I punch in. Huh? You know what I mean? But you just said a gem right there. You be making music for yourself, like you go off of what you think you need to get off your chest. And a lot of people out here be going through like similar like circumstances of different things. So fans can relate to you on that point. Cause that's how like a lot of rappers nowadays got these cult fan bases. Not just off of their style of their music, it's like what they be saying, because people can relate to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but what's the like your favorite project, you know, Pit out and why is that your favorite project? My favorite project is this new one I just dropped, this Level 21 project, because this, it, it, it honestly wasn't going to come out, bro. Like, the whole last part of last year, I, I was, you know, trying to get my tape with Brad ready, trying to get something else to drop, like, and nothing was supposed to Level 21 was like, everything that I was working on from 21 for real and just sitting on trying to wait for the right time to drop it. But shit, Chashachi was listening to it. We just listening to shit and he like, bro, there's no need for you to be holding on to it. You know what I'm saying? So putting everything together, level 21, that's the best I didn't ever drop yet. You know what I mean? Cause I can tell from like start to finish, like this is a bando we haven't seen yet. Cause you can hear a lot of wisdom and what you be saying and you can feel the whole tape from start to finish. Like, every song on there is relatable to anybody who's just out here living life. You feel me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I, I, I really feel like... I really feel like when you're doing now, so that did, when you're doing music now at this point, if you're not feeling it, then you already sold out, you know what I'm saying? You already too far at the game. If you don't, 
if you can't wake up in the morning and listen to your project from start to finish, from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep and not get tired of what you're talking about. You know what I mean? But that that's what I want to think about because think about it now. You don't see a lot of mainstream artists still getting like that big of a like following up plays. You be hearing a lot nowadays about the underground rappers. Do you feel like now the underground rappers are really gonna be the new mainstream? Need to be, need to be. I mean, see my I I I, I would love that because my topic sometimes is a, is is real vulgar. Sometimes my shit real out of pocket, so I know it's gonna be hard to kind of push over into that mainstream industry. But shit, with with me, you know, I prefer underground anyway without having that cut on shit. You know, that the, the raw sound something different. You know I mean, cause like if you look at the numbers last year, cause I I, I did it like in December. Like yes, you still got the top artists up there. But a lot of artists, once you get past that top 20, some of them are underground people, a lot of people you heard of, but they got this huge following behind them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shit, man. I I, I think Youngboy's still an underground rapper, just in my eyes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, up until recently, you know, he breaking that fifth wall. I feel you on that. But in life, who is like that one artist when you think about it, just like a person in your life that made you feel like I can do this music thing or someone that just influenced you? To really lock in, um, for me to lock in is, is no cap for sure. Like actually being able to meet bruh um, and watch his process, you know what I'm saying? And, and just like, see the motion that bruh had going on in such an early part of his career, I knew I had to lock in, you know what I'm saying? Because from what it seemed like, bro was already having that shit mastered. You know, like you were saying a few minutes ago, before everybody was even on him, before his album Still Human even dropped, like, you know, and just seeing that from, and knowing bruh from Alabama, it touched me. I mean, but I feel like Alabama, if we give it, like, another three years, with the artists we got in, like, the Ham, Mobile, throughout the 334, even up in Huntsville in the 256, like, Alabama can be the next mainstream music place. Because, you see, there's a lot of our artists that have started to go mainstream from, like, the No Caps, the Rallos, the Big Yavos, the TLEs. You see, like, Alabama's finally getting attention from the nation. So, a lot of people are... Uh, starting to listen to more Alabama artists and looking for more to listen to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and I think a lot of that's because Alabama ain't really got one set sound, you know what I'm saying? Like, the different places you name, you can drive two hours to two different places and that city have a whole different sound musically, you know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Because I, I realized that when last year when we drove to Houston, because when we stopped in Mobile, I just went to Birmingham earlier that week, so I was chilling with one of my homies in the helm. The only people, people in the helm playing with like TLE, Big Yavo, Lil' Bell, Lil' Soldier, but we start to get food in Mobile. I'm hearing nothing but no cap, some peasy, like, you can tell Alabama is like, we got all these different sounds where like, 
anywhere in the state, you got people rocking with it just off of the strength of the artist. Because a, a lot of our artists here got that true raw emotion behind their stuff. And a lot of people in the industry, they may have like that feel, but you can tell something's off about it. Thanks, man. And that's why I fuck with Alabama. Because you feel me? A lot of niggas don't fuck with each other in Alabama, but I'm trying not to be one of them niggas, man, because it's real talent in the state right now. Shit, you get to putting heads together, it ain't no limit to where you can go. You know what I mean? Two heads is always going to be better than one. Respectfully. You know what I mean? But with your music and all that, will we be seeing visuals come out later on this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm, I'm trying to get something locked in. I'm looking for a solid videographer because, you know, me being the type of person I am, I, I want shit done a certain way and I ain't ran across a person that can get it done a certain way yet. Um, but definitely visuals coming this year. You know I mean? How you started thinking about working with more artists in the state that's on like the similar level as you or like just some people throughout Alabama you want to work with this year? Um, I don't think, I don't think if I'm not already locked in with them, I don't think I'm looking to make too many new connections with Alabama artists this year. Um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to make a transition to the A close to April. Um, so I've been locked in with a lot of niggas in Georgia. You feel me? Trying to go in that direction. But as far as Alabama artists, man, the, the city, the state's so touchy in these different places. It's almost like, you know, you got to reach out a certain way to get anything done with these niggas because, you know, niggas, niggas ain't really on top of it. So I ain't, I ain't really trying to lock in in Alabama like that, honestly. You know what I mean? But I feel like you moving to the A is going to be a big step for you. Because when I lived in Atlanta when I graduated college, I was starting to network and meet, like, a lot of different of, like, the big people who I still know to this day. Just off the street for going out to eat, just speaking to somebody. And that person knows somebody. Because in Atlanta, you see a lot of people just, like, if they can see you dedicated to your craft, are you serious about doing something with yourself? They'll try to help you the best way they can. Oh, yeah. Yeah, spreading love. Shit, man. The A, see, that goes back to what we were talking about earlier, like seeing different shit and having different experiences. Me going to the A, being from Selma, you know, I grew up my whole life. I ain't even go to the A. I ain't even see skyscrapers and shit. You know, we was in the hood type shit. So seeing that you can live like that and rap like this, you know what I'm saying? It, that right there inspired me. So, you know, the A crazy. You know what I mean? Because I felt like... What made me finish my last little script I wrote last year, like finish it out all the way, was me going to Miami. Because when I was down in Miami, just like just going, doing different things, riding around the car we were riding in, like just like, wow, this life can be amazing. It's just if you're going to pick the work in to stay consistent with it, because anything is possible, man. Yeah, man, consistency. That's what I'm trying to have. I'm trying to work on now. Sticking to something. I mean, because you stick to something. It, the world, the universe, God, 
has no choice but reward you for you just showing that, hey, I'm serious about this. I'm going to stick with it. And everything's going to line right when you do stuff like that in life. Because there's a lot of people out here who get to, like, their 40s and 50s, and they start having the midlife crises because they realize, dang, I ain't do this. I ain't do that. I want to do this. So they just go crazy doing all the stuff they should have did as a child when they were in their 20s or, like, in high school type stuff. But they fell into that nine-to-five trap, so they can't do it until they get to that age where they can. Yeah. That shit, that's, and, and you're wasting time a lot of time like that. Like, you'll waste so much of your life waiting on shit before you actually do it. You know what I mean? Because, like, the most important thing in life is taking risk. And what I mean by that is when you're not comfortable and you jump and take a leap of faith, sometimes you may fall and scrape your leg or something, but most times you're going to land straight on your feet and keep it going. But you'll never know you can do that until you actually just take that risk to see, like, maybe I'm good at this, or maybe I could do this. And you end up doing it, and you realize, oh, I'm good at this. So you find your new craft to stay consistent with. For sure. For sure. And that's, I feel like that and, and, and believing in yourself, believing in what you're doing is the most important thing. You feel me? That's before the sound, before the lyrics or whatever, because you, you're going to have to be consistent to do anything. You said something key right there again, believing in yourself. Why don't you tell me like a moment in your life where you just had to believe in yourself just so you can, we can show these people who's listening that sometimes you got to believe in yourself when others don't believe in you just to show what you can do. Ah, one time, see, I got a great example for this. So I had a show last year, um, in Opelika, and the, the show popped up out of the blue. Um, I, I really couldn't gather up all my whole team like I wanted to so we could pop out deep to the show type shit. I ended up sliding with just one of my dogs and, shit, my girl at the time. So, shit, I'm, I'm like, my performance is, is a middle slot. So, motherfuckers going up, I'm seeing niggas with their whole game, you feel me, rocking it out, niggas rock performing. Shit, I really just had to tap in by myself, you know what I'm saying? Rock the stage out by myself and really put down the strongest I could put in and accept the reaction, you know what I'm saying? Because we here for a reason. Oh, me. But that's another thing. You doing that by yourself, you showed yourself that, hey, I really am the one. Because when you do stuff by yourself without, like, your team of people with you and you see, like, the true reaction you get from people, that instills another drive in you to get back to that same thing. For sure, man. Like, really going up there and, and you know, looking at everybody and knowing they so focused on me. I prefer that shit. I prefer it like that anyway, man. I feel like I was at Rolling Loud or some shit. Oh, man. That's another good thing. What's, like, your dream show like location of festival you want to hit when you're done with this music thing like you like when you done and retired you're gonna look back and be like i'm glad i did that show or i'm glad i went to this place and perform man i want to perform at the fucking um what's the shit called uh damn what's the festival called 
Oh shit, I can't think of this is a big ass festival. Um Coachella. Coachella, my boy, Coachella. I'm trying to rock out a Coachella set for sure. And then I feel like I'm that guy. <laughs> for real. Cause Coachella, if you look at their lineups every year, there's a lot of people who remember them, like remember that certain Coachella. Cause like the biggest one that happened recently, like in the past ten years, you know, they had the Tupac hologram. Hell yeah. I remember that. I um, mean, everybody was in shock. Something like that happened, but still early in that day, you had Kanye perform some new stuff off My Beautiful Dark Church, the fantasy they ain't dropped yet. You had Drake preview some new music. So like Coachella is really the mainstream focus when it drops. It's just like Rolling Loud in the South. Like, yes, Rolling Loud do go to New York. They do go to L.A., but their biggest show is Rolling Loud in Miami. Yeah. Yeah, Coachella. I want to rock Rolling Loud out, too. See, I feel like that's a smaller goal. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I can definitely. That's something that's on the hit list. But once I rocked out Coachella, some motherfucker that like J. Cole, you know, <laughs> the niggas that are crazy mainstream audience lining up by the A-list names. That's how I feel like I done made it. You know what I mean? But if you got a chance to work with anybody mainstream, who would it be right now? Future. Future Hendrix, man. If I could work, if I could walk in the booth with anybody, it'll be Pluto Hendrix for sure. You know what I mean? I feel like a band on Future song would go crazy. Or either a band on future collab project would be stupid. Yeah, he, he let me in there, man. It's gonna have to be a project. I ain't leaving the booth till we get an EP out or something. On me, cause future do got like when you look at his discography, he got a lot of memorable collab projects too in it. Whether it be the free bricks with Gucci, uh what a time to be alive with Drake. Uh, word on drugs with Juice World. He got like collab projects that people are gonna always go back to, no matter what age they get. Cause even like I caught myself this past week, I was listening to Hendrix. Then the next project I picked up was Super Slimy with him and Thug, oh, just yeah. cause like he made music that, that's gonna be timeless. Like we gonna be at cookouts when we older with our family and friends. We gonna throw on some future for the kids. They're gonna be like. What Uncle done listening to over there, man? Like, what they got going on? I swear, man. I can't wait for shit like that. Oh, man. But that's the whole thing about life, man. We always get one life. And with that one life, everything you do from the time you born to the time you gone is going to affect your outcome on it. Yeah, yeah. You get you definitely get what you put in back out, you know what I'm saying? Negative and positive. Oh man. But do you got any parting words you wanna leave with these people, man? Anything you wanna hint at? <sighs> me and Chef, me and Chef Brad still still kicking right now, you know what I'm saying? That motherfucker gonna come out when he come. Level twenty one out right now. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how many motherfuckers we're going to get, but right now it's level 21, so we're going to move on from that. But, I mean, other than that, man, just 
Keep your mask on and stay safe out there. I mean, keep your mask on, stay safe, stay blessed. I thank you, my brother, for joining me for this episode, man. And you know, we're going to keep it locked in for shit show, man, the rest of the year, man. This the year. For sure, man. It's a pleasure being here, man. Shout out to Me's Talk, man. GMG, TG, 464. Love and blessing. You know what I mean? And with that being said, y'all stay blessed.